Welcome to Virtual Student Experiences, where we inspire students to aspire. For more information, please check out our website at www.virtualstudentexperiences.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Virtual Student Experiences Season 2 webinar. Today's webinar will focus on acting. If you guys are new to our program, Virtual Student Experiences is a pro bono initiative spearheaded for students by students. And we at Virtual Student Experiences want to be the inspiration for aspiration. Our goal is to give students around the world an opportunity to hear from professionals in their career industry of interest in a friendly and casual setting. And if you're a student that knows what you want to do in the future, we at VSC want to encourage, allow, and connect with professionals. And through VSC, students are given the chance to decide if their career choice fits their personality, skills, and overall interests. And through VSC, you guys will be able to hear from a wide variety of guests from a wide variety of seniority levels. To find out to be uh, to find out more information or to be notified about other webinars, you guys can visit our website at www.virtualstudentexperiences.com. And now for our guest professional today, we have Mr. Ben Berger, born and Berger. raised in California. Berger, uh, born and raised in California, Mr. Ben Berger is best known for his roles in Nickelodeon's Victorious, Knife Party, Bob, and more. In 2015, he graduated from the University of Arizona with his bachelor's degree. And Ben is now employed as a full-time actor at SAG-AFTRA. So thank you so much for joining us here today, Ben. We're very happy to have you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, very happy to be here. Um, just right off the bat, you know, I always tell everybody, if you really have the drive and you really have the passion for it, go for it. Awesome. And then just to start off, just to start us off, can you tell us what acting is to you and then how you oh. got into that field? So, hmm. well, I'll say it like this. I always tell people, if I can make people laugh, I'm doing something with my life. I'm the type of person, I love to entertain people. I've loved to do that since I was a kid. Um, the first professional acting job that I had, I want to say I was three or four years old, and it was an advertisement for Land Rover. And it was a, a print ad. Um, and it went something like, you know, Land Rover, so sturdy and so safe to drive, even kids can drive them. And it was this crazy picture, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, it was this crazy picture of a bunch of young kids like attacking the car. I was literally standing on the, the seat driving it like pretending to drive um but then after that i i kind of fell out with acting and i was like oh i want to be a real kid you know i want to experience childhood <laughs> um but then around i want to say like sixth grade is, is when i really really got back into it and just developed this love for for performing um for performing and acting and that's when I really like kind of uh, dove back into it. Uh, started going in seventh grade, I started going to professional acting classes. And I'm born and raised out here in Los Angeles. So, you know, being from here, it was definitely a, a help for me to really experience what the industry is and how it, how it goes in an everyday life. 
Um, so sixth grade is, like I said, is when I really dove back in. Um, and then senior year of high school is when I booked that Nickelodeon show. And I, I was in one episode and then they talked about my character. Um, so it was, it was a very small part. But the craziest thing is that today, for some odd reason, and I don't know why, some people will still recognize me. Um, a few years ago, I was on Instagram or whatever, and somebody, these two random girls DM'd me and said, and, and showed me a picture, and they had dressed up as my character for Halloween. And it was just this, like, crazy moment of, oh, okay, they know it. They know, I guess, who I am and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> and then I went to college for four years. And, you know, I, I, I knew I was going to act because that, is, that had been something I was doing for many, many years before. And it, it was, it's my passion. It still is to this day. Um, you know, and, but I wanted to have a real college experience. So I went to, to University of Arizona. Well, before that, I actually went to Israel for a year and I lived in Israel for a year and I did a, a college program in Israel where I lived in Israel. I taught English to some people. I worked in a shawarma stand for a little bit, which was one of the coolest things because I, I learned how to make shawarma. I learned how to make uh, falafel, like it was, it was a really amazing, amazing year. Um, and then I went to Arizona and, you know, I was in a fraternity. Um, I was in AE Pi, Alpha Epsilon Pi. I just loved being in college and I really got a lot out of it. I was a religious studies major and my minor was hip hop culture, um, which was one of the coolest things, you know, uh, so my senior year, my thesis paper that I wrote was a paper called Judaism and Rap, an Unlikely Marriage. And it actually got published a few years later. And, you know, I'm thinking, because I, I don't just act, I also produce, I also write, and all that kind of stuff too. So I was thinking, wait, <laughs> you're telling me something that I wrote that's not a script got published? No way. <laughs> uh, but it did, you know. But like I was saying before, I knew I was going to act. So I just wanted to have the most college experience that I could. And, and that's exactly what I did at University of Arizona. And then, and I mean, a few times I did have to come back to L.A. like on the weekend or something for an audition or for a shoot or whatnot. And I also shot a few, you know, independent uh, or college films, student films in college with a few people. And one of them actually was film, was screened um, and won an award one year at the Cannes Film Festival in France, which is one of, if not the biggest film festival in the world. Um, and that was a really, really cool experience. Um, but then I graduated, <laughs> had to go back to real life, right? And I moved back to Los Angeles and I hit it full force. Acting is what I'm doing. I am an actor. You know, I had been doing a bunch of different projects. 
I've, I, I did a bunch of different um, commercials and music videos and TV shows and films and whatnot. And then uh, there was one year where, you know, I signed to a new manager, I signed to a, a new agent, a new commercial agent. And right from there, it, it really just took off. And what people might not know um, is that to become a SAG actor, to become a SAG after actor, you have to work a certain amount of SAG jobs. And what that means is you have to get a SAG voucher from a production. And once, I think it's once you get three of them, you become what's called eligible. And you're now eligible to join SAG. Um, and after that, you can still wait to join, which you see a lot of people do because there is a lot of work that is non-union. But, you know, joining SAG and becoming union, as they call it, is that step in every actor's career that really takes you to that next level. And, you know, it really can benefit your career and put you just up there. Um, so that happened to me. I had worked on, I want to say it was, well, it was like two, um, it was two television shows. One of them I can't actually talk about still because um, it hasn't really come out yet, but it's a, it's a really big, big deal. Um, and then uh, also a music video that was, or sorry, not a music video, a commercial where, um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you guys this little funny story. Um, when you go into an audition, you may go in for one role, but then you may be called back for the callback for a totally different role. So I went in for this commercial audition and they wanted me to be a guy dunking a basketball. <laughs> you know, so I, I do it. They like me. I get a call a week and a half later. We want you to come back in. But this time, we want you to come in and we want you to play a guy from Deliverance. Like a total just, you know, redneck, middle of the woods, nowhere, kind of, you know. And so I'm like, okay, perfect. I got my white shirt on. I get it a little dirty. I make myself look a little, uh, you know, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> And I go in, and then they say, you know, that was a great audition. This is going to sound a little weird, but um, can you take your shirt off and pretend you're a merman? And, you know, every actor, you, you've got to be on your toes, and you go with the flow, and you go with the punches. So I said, okay, of course, I'll take it off, and, and I'll do this. I took my shirt off, pretended I was a merman. Okay, perfect. A week and a half later, I get a call from my from my agent. So Ben, you uh, you got the job as the merman. <laughs> so I, I shot a an AT and T commercial where I played a merman, and I was chilling in a like a lazy boy recliner in a full tail and everything, and it was just one of the funniest like. It was one of the funniest moments for me as an actor to like play a merman, you know? <laughs> I 
but it shows it, it's all it's all with the process it all it may take you different places but at the end of the day you either get the job or you don't hmm. that's that's really entertaining i mean so i mean you've worked on so many different sets so many different projects i mean can you tell us some of the most important skills that you've used oh wow yeah you know be i'll say this first being on set is one of the greatest feelings ever um just being on set and creating you really you don't get that feeling anywhere else um when you're on set you know be what's the word i'm looking for uh be aware of everything that's going on know your surroundings um but also make sure you feel safe because that is a really big uh, part about you know just being a person make sure you're safe on set if you're on set and you don't feel safe get off that set you know call your rep tell them what's going on um but also when you're on set you know be there for others if somebody asks you to run lines run lines with them um treat your uh what's it called um I had a I had a, a a saying I was going to say, but I can't remember it. But definitely treat your crew, treat your PAs nicely. They're there to help you. You know, they're there to help the entire production. Don't treat them like an asshole, <laughs> because unfortunately we see a lot of people do that. Um, help them out if they need it. You know, we're all in this together. We're all trying to create this, whatever it is. Uh, a movie, a show, a music video. You know, I was I was flown out to Vegas one one year for a week to shoot a music video for an Italian this Italian guy who's like the Italian version of I would say like Justin Timberlake kind of. His name is uh, Tiziano Ferro, and we we went to Vegas and we shot this music video in the week, and it was like a total remake of the hangover so of course i played alan you know the uh zach galifianakis character <laughs> um and it was just such a crazy shoot but like you know everyone was helping out in it and everyone was just there to make something magical and the music video turned out to be just such a great thing um and you can watch it it's on youtube if anyone goes on YouTube and, and looks up uh, Lento Veloce. So. Hmm. Interesting. That, that's hmm. really cool. I mean, I know that I personally in, enjoyed that movie, The Hangover. So I'm, oh, yeah. pretty, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure it was a pretty great music video as well. Um, and the funniest part about it, I now have fans who live in Italy who saw it and they're like, oh my God, we love this bearded guy. Um, and like, one person, one random Italian fan, one one morning, sent me a picture they had made of me. They literally drew my face, and it was this like amazing picture that actually looks like me. And you know, it, it's crazy what happens when people see your work. Oh, interesting. And then I guess looking back to when you were really getting your start, it sounds like it, it's it's kind of hard and complicated what are like the prerequisites for uh, becoming an actor so 
I mean, there are no real, like, prerequisites, really. But, you know, what I would say is go to classes, go to professional classes, go to some, go to a teacher that works for you. Um, you know, I've been going to the same place since I was in seventh grade. And I've gone to a few other places, too. But for me, this place works. Um, you know, get a teacher who works for you. Um, you know, start out by doing some student films. Um, you can always find student films everywhere. And yeah, you may not be paid a bunch, but you haven't really done anything yet, you know? Um, you gotta pay your dues. <laughs> um, and yeah, just also today, there is so much content being created. Make your own content, write your own scripts, um, film your own sketches, film a web series that you create. You know, you never know who's going to see it these days and you never know where that's going to go. Um, during, during this pandemic, actually, I created a, a show every Tuesday on my Instagram uh, which is Ben Burger Baby. You should all go follow me. <laughs> Have to give the little plug, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I created an Instagram show every Tuesday at one uh, LA time where I interview artists and musicians and bands, and then they perform a few songs. And it's really taken off. And last week, I had the PR person for an, for an artist uh, contact me. And now next week, he's the guest on my show. So you just got to create your own stuff and, and really put it out there nowadays. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really awesome, especially because you have now, uh, you're not only seeking people out, it's that people are also seeking you out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really nice when you don't have to be the one who goes to find people. When people start finding you, it's, it's a pretty amazing thing to think about because you have done this, you know, you have put it out there into the world and people are starting to take notice and people are starting to want to, to really be on your, whatever you've created. Yeah, that's really awesome. Uh, but looking back towards your, your education, I guess in college, you said that you had a really, really awesome experience. Um, what are some things that you learned in college or that you did in college that really helped you prepare you for later on? Hmm. It's <laughs> um, a good question. Um, just knowing yourself. Um, you know, in college, you really, you really find out who you are in, in life and you really find out what you do well, what you do not so well. And, you know, how you do it well like for me whenever i was studying for a test i don't know why but for some reason i couldn't study during the day like i would try but it, it just wouldn't work out so well so for me i would always just study at night um and you know for acting uh the same thing i it really helps me to run lines later in the day you know, and right before I go to sleep, if I have to memorize something, I'll look at that a few different times before I actually go to sleep. So it will be, you know, um, 
fresh in my mind when I wake up. Um, other things on that level, I would say just knowing how you work in life, like what your kind of pet peeves are and what your uh, just outlook on how you want to attack something, um, how you want to, to go about your day and um, yeah, how, how you just want to live your life, I would say. That's really inspiring. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Um, and can you speak to maybe uh, the importance of having good mentors and teachers? Oh, yeah. Um, where, whatever you do, if you have a good mentor, a great mentor, you know, a great teacher, that really, that's the difference between being good and great. Um, if you have a teacher who really, really is there for you to inspire you and vice versa for you to inspire them, which, you know, that is what happens. I would say a good, a good, uh, sorry, let me, let me rephrase what I'm saying. A good mentor and teacher inspires you, but a great mentor, you inspire them because it's a two-way street. They can inspire you for so long, but once you start to inspire them with everything they've given you, but for you to now take that and keep going with it, but also show them what you're doing and inspire them through that, you know, that is a great mentor who can just be there for you no matter what. And, you know, it really helps and it really, really shows down the line. And then I guess, how do you identify good mentors and teachers? How do you find that person that um, you can inspire? Really? So that's a good question. Um, you know, hmm. <laughs> I would say you just got to, um, A good mentor or a great, a great mentor will say, the way to find a great mentor is talking with them and really working with them. <clears throat> if you can work with your mentor, you know, it goes, you go off each other. And that's really something that, like a great mentor will help you when you're in a scene. But a, a, that's what a good mentor will do. You know, a great mentor, on the other hand, will, um, they'll play with it in the scene and they'll be there with you, not just looking from the, from the sidelines, you know, they'll be there with you in it. And, and I think that in a way is, is like how you see a great mentor against a, a good mentor. I know it was kind of confusing a little bit, but it made sense in my mind. <laughs> right. Um, and I, I guess this might be kind of an important question is as you play different roles and really take on different personalities, what is the certain minds that you sort of have to have? So actors, you know, you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You feel and you react, you know, each, uh, each, character is different and you really you go into it with a total different mindset for each character 
Um, you know, and I also say this with going into an audition, you go into the audition, you do the audition, you're allowed to dwell on it for a, a second. But then once you go to your car and you get back in your car and you go on with your day, you go on to the next one. Because if you dwell on it for too long, it's going to take over your thoughts. You know, this business is, there is so much rejection. And you, you, you just got to know that from the start. Um, but if you go in there and you do what you know you do, and you do it to how you like it, and, you know, you, you do your performance and you're happy with it, sometimes you're not happy with it, but hey, that's just what it is. You got to keep going and you just got to go on to the next one. Hmm. And then I guess, can you tell us what a typical day looked like for you before the coronavirus and then <laughs> what it looks like now? Cause I'm sure it's changed maybe quite a bit. Oh man, it has really the entire industry for the most part has come to a halt. Like since March, I've had one audition and one call back. Like that's, that's really bad. Like before, especially when we were in pilot season, um, I, I had a week where I had, you know, two auditions on Tuesday, an audition and a callback on Wednesday, two callbacks on Thursday, and then a shoot on Friday. Like you never know what it's going to be like, but you know, and then there's weeks where, <clears throat> I would have maybe an audition on Monday and then maybe an audition on Wednesday, but you never know. Uh, you know, that's the real struggle of being an actor is you never know when you're going to get an audition. You never know when you're going to book a part. Um, so of course, a lot of actors are, they work other jobs too to, to keep going. And um, yeah, and you know, a, a day on set is different from just a regular other day where you go do an audition. A day on set might look like, oh, call time is 7 a.m. Okay, I got to get up at 5.30 and make sure I'm on set by 7. You get to set, you have some breakfast from, uh, from the, the caterers, you, from Crafty. Um, Crafty is like the people who do the food and whatnot on set. We love you, Crafty. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you know, you, you have some breakfast, go back to your trailer or your dressing room, or, you know, sometimes they don't even have trailers or dressing rooms and you're all just chilling together. Um, and then who knows, maybe you won't start shooting for another three or four hours. Uh, there's a saying in, in the industry when you're on set, it's hurry up, and wait because <laughs> you never know when you're going to start shooting and, and maybe you know when i when i shot that nickelodeon episode i was literally the last part of the episode so i was there and i was there for the entire day and we didn't shoot my part until like i want to say seven eight at night nine at night maybe and it was just like oh okay i'm just chilling on set all day um you know and back then i was I literally turned 18 like two months after I had shot the episode. So I had to be in set school for like a few hours during that day because I was, I was still in high school, you know, 
and I wasn't over 18, but, um, and this is all 10 years ago, which is so crazy to me. Um, I was looking at some stuff the other day and I was seeing like auditions I had when I was a senior in high school and it was the craziest thing, you know, right before I left for my year in Israel, I actually almost didn't go because I had a callback or I had a second callback with the producers and the director and the creator of Power Rangers because I, I almost got a part in that new uh, Power Rangers series 10 years ago. And if I had gotten that, I would have been in New Zealand for the year shooting. But I didn't get it, which I'm actually kind of happy about because that year in Israel was just the best year of my life. It was really just something special. But yeah. And then I guess just to close, do you have any final words uh, to inspire young, young actors? Yeah. Um, yeah. If you are really serious about it, you know what? Let me start that over. If you're not serious about acting, don't do it. But the big but, oh, never mind. That was, that was kind of funny, but I didn't mean to like, say anything like that but uh <laughs> so I, I make myself crack up sometimes like you know um but no for real if you're serious about acting if you're serious about music if you're serious about producing if you're serious about directing you know if you're serious about being in this industry and you it's really your passion and you really want to make this happen and you have the drive go for it please go for it. Um, never stop creating. You know, I know a bunch of people who they said they were, and then they're like, well, I don't think this is for me. Don't do that. Give it a legit chance. Put your everything into it. Do the work. You know, people sometimes say, oh yeah, I'm going to do the work, but then they never do. Do the work, put in the time, if this is something you really, really are passionate about, it's gonna happen. If you make it happen, that's, that's the thing. And you know, yeah, you gotta be lucky sometimes in this industry, but don't ever quit. Don't stop creating. Um, yeah, you know, that's what I'll leave you with. Be brilliant, don't stop creating. Alrighty, thank you so much, Mr. Ben Berger. We uh, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to, uh, to come and talk with us here at VSC. Um, I'm sure that these students who will view this later will be really inspired and will learn a lot from what you've been able to hear, from what you've been able to share with us here today. Um, and I know that I, I really appreciate what you've shared with us here today. And so thank you so much for that. Thank you. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for joining us here today and just have a nice day. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, have a great day, everybody. Um, you know, I got I got to plug it out there. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Ben Burger Baby. The burger with, is with an E, not a U. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you so much, Mr. Burger. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody.